Hey, you guys, what's up? It's me, your host, Nat Evans, back with the next episode of Whatever's Trending. This is episode nine. And after 10, I promise I'm going to start counting. But until then, because I'm lazy as hell and I want to make sure I get to 10, I'm going to introduce it as such every time. So let's get into it. We've got some very interesting trending topics this week. I tried to steer away from political things, but it's not my fault that the cops in Wisconsin decided to blow their fucking gasket and kill somebody for no reason. So that will be on the menu, but let's start with something nice and soft. We have a final update, finally. Finally, on the Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lane situation that started like a month ago. It's been so long since this incident happened, but y'all have put, and by y'all, I mean the worst people on the internet, have put so much pressure on Megan to say what happened and give details. Is it Tory? Is it not Tory? Who was it? Which was so dumb because it's like she said, if there's four people in the car and she says like, it wasn't A, it wasn't B, it wasn't me. So that only leaves one person. So y'all should have been known that it was Tory. But finally, she's been pressured and she released it on Instagram Live on Thursday. She publicly accused the Canadian rapper Tory Lanez of shooting her in the feet, as in plural, as in both of them. And she even gave us more details on the story. So from what I gathered from Megan's Live, and by not boring you with details, we already know... They were in the car. She was in the front seat. She was very close to where she was staying in the L.A. area. They were on their way back. They got into an argument and she wanted to leave the car. She wanted to go. And while she was walking away, while this black woman was walking away from the car, Tory Lanez pulled out a gun and shot her in her feet, I guess, in an attempt to stop her from walking away. Let's let's not even mention the fact that you felt it was appropriate to shoot somebody because you didn't want them to walk away from you. That sounds like a child with a loaded gun. Like that sounds like a comedic scene, like in a movie where it's like the four-year-old's got the gun and he's about to have a temper tantrum, except like it's not funny because somebody will die. So Tory Lanez, not even that, but it's, Megan Thee Stallion is one of the biggest stars on the planet right now. And you didn't blink, didn't think twice about pointing a loaded weapon at her. Tory Lanez, whose real name is Daystar Peterson. Ugh. He was arrested and charged at the time of the incident with possession of a concealed weapon, but he was not charged for actually shooting her because as black people and as a black woman, Megan Thee Stallion was super conscious of the fact that, okay, there's police here. If I tell them that this man has a gun, we're all get, we're not going home. We're all on t-shirts. Nobody's making it back home tonight because we've seen, I don't know if you all remember, but George Floyd, it, what happened in Kenosha just a few days ago, what's happening all the time is that if there's black people involved, you take it up two notches. If you have black people with a weapon or with like some reason you know to be detained it's like an execution already you know that's the issue that we're having with the police now is that when it comes to black people and I can't stress this enough and this is important to mention in the case of Megan and Tory because just because somebody was doing something wrong doesn't mean that they still deserve to be like shot at point blank and killed on the spot That's not your business. You are just the first step in a series of steps towards justice. That's the justice system we all live with. It sucks, but y'all aren't even, you're not even doing your part. You're skipping over it in the worst way. Like you're making it suck more to those officers who do crazy shit like that. So Meg being conscious of that environment, especially now with everything going on this summer with George Floyd and all the protests, that's super heightened. There's already heightened tensions between the black community and police. So she tried to, you know, do him a favor. 
do him a favor by not telling them that he shot her, which is crazy. And we all knew that he did it, which is even crazier because not enough people were upset at Tory Lanez. The situation is still ongoing, and now that Meg has released this video, the LAPD and the district attorney's office kind of want to call her in so that they can get it on the record, but I highly doubt she's going to do that. This Instagram live wasn't to, like, get back at him or get revenge or, like, be like, oh, you know, since you wanted to, like, lie, which he has been lying, and his publicist or whoever's representing him has been lying, she could, out of spite add this right on with the other charges and for surely get him deported or in some sort of other trouble. But she's still not going to do that because she's good peoples and she's trying to stick up for black men and protect them even though a, one of them shot her while she was leaving the car because she didn't want to be in the car anymore. <sighs> okay. Recently this week, Bun B, who's a member of UGK and AKA the Underground Kings, uh, he's a Houston rapper. He's an OG out there. People have mad respect for him. He put out a video and stuck up for her basically saying what everybody else should have been taking the care, you know, to consider when they're discussing the situation, when they're discussing Megan's reaction, when they're discussing that, oh, well, she's all singing about WAP and doing all this stuff, so clearly she's not that bothered. It's like, well, if she wasn't doing all that, then y'all would say that she's being extra. And now that she is doing it, you're saying that, you know, she wasn't really hurt. And what he is saying is that if that had happened in Houston, we would have rode for her. That girl has no family right now. Her mother passed away, her father passed away, her grandmother passed passed away. Those were the three key people in her life who were taking care of her, who were watching out for her. And now she's in, you know, this position where she's extremely famous now. She has a ton of notoriety. You know, she's got millions of fans. She's charting everywhere. She's on everybody's song, everybody's feature. She's like the planet's favorite girl right now. And how did this happen? Could promise you could never happen to Britney or her prime. Could promise you it could never happen to a Camila Cabello. It could never happen to any other female pop star who isn't black, underlined and bold. It could have never happened to them with people not being sympathetic to their situation. It's insane how you guys expect black women to just like take this on and keep it going. It's like, yeah, we say we tough and we rough riders and, you know, we do what has to be done. But that's because literally we only get one trip on the globe. There's only one life. So, yeah, I guess I am going to have to keep it pushing and keep it moving and keep going with my life. But that doesn't mean I'm not traumatized by the things that have happened to me. Like what she's supposed to do now, like give up. People suck. I'm fucking over it. Claudia Conway is the daughter of George Conway, who is a lawyer, and the infamous Kellyanne Conway, who works for Trump's administration. She's been at the forefront for a long time, since the very beginning, really. And her daughter had a little fit on Twitter. Now, I actually saw the tweet, and I saw it had a lot of likes, and I was very confused as to why it did, because I was like, so what? Like, how many white girls a day say they're gonna emancipate from their parents? Like, this is not special. And I was, like, looking through her profile, like, I'm not seeing anything here that would, like, tell me that she's significant in some way. Like, maybe it's just one of those, like, Twitter accounts that has, like, a shit ton of, you know, interactions, because it usually posts, like, trolling stuff, or, like, memes, or, like, you know, like it's one of those joke accounts. And then I realized when she started trending that she wasn't just a random Conway, she was that Conway. So Claudia Conway is 15 years old and she said on Twitter that she's seeking emancipation from her parents. She said, I'm officially pushing for emancipation. Buckle up because this is probably going to be public one way or another, unfortunately. Welcome to my life. 
And then she tweeted a couple minutes later, my mother's job ruined my life to begin with. Heartbreaking that she continues to go down that path after years of watching her children suffer. Selfish. It's all about money and fame, ladies and gentlemen. So those are some pretty big... Those are some pretty big statements, you know? I feel like anytime a child of someone either super famous or you know just has like a lot of notoriety like in a political setting or you know Paris Hilton like they're just popular because they're rich but I feel like anytime children or people like that speak out it's always like the biggest deal in the world is if they're not like regular humans on the same planet as us like money really can't fix anything and it doesn't change a lot of things seems like it's making it worse so she's actually only 15 years old which was really surprising to me and she also said that she has been physically and verbally abused by both of her parents so that's probably the allegation that puts some things into motion because i mean we're talking about people who we hear about on the news every single day and you're saying their daughter is saying that they like abuse them people don't really care about children's welfare in this country but they pretend to so everybody's going to make a big deal about it both of her parents have stepped away from their positions her husband is part of the lincoln project which is basically republicans against trump kellyanne conway is the white house advisor um Mm. Kellyanne Conway is the White House advisor and her husband George Conway is a conservative lawyer but he's recently gained popularity in how he opposes Trump but he has been spearheading the Lincoln Project which is basically Republicans against Trump trying to not get him nominated I guess or to stop him from winning I don't really know what their goal is I didn't even know what this was until like a day ago so he's stepping back from that he sounded pretty pissed about it because he said you know i'm stepping back to handle family matters but i still believe in this passionately period sis so we were like oh well sucks this is not the first time the conway family's values have been put in the spotlight Kellyanne and George have always been talked about in the news because George opposes Trump and he's pretty vocal about it. He's always tweeting about it, talking about it. Um, And obviously Kellyanne Conway doesn't feel the same because she's been really the main person who hasn't left. Uh, As you know, that woman, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Am I making that up? The woman who used to be the press correspondent, then she got replaced by somebody else. There's been a lot of people in and out of there, but Kellyanne Conway is not budging until now. And Claudia has always been very opposed to Trump. She's been very vocal about it on social media. She's criticized Trump's tweets, called for people to vote him out of office. She supports the Black Lives Matter movement. And she's even talked about how they fumbled, you know, coronavirus and how there's a huge death toll. So the Conway's marriage has been a source of huge interest given their political differences and how vocal they've both been about their beliefs on social media and in interviews. Seems like y'all been needed to pack this up and deal with it. I had no idea that their daughter was this outspoken and like publicly outspoken. You know, it's one thing for the kids to oppose it. It's another thing for them to be like, hey, I'm so-and-so's kid and I absolutely hate everything they're doing. Like that's, you know, on another level. So I guess this was bound to boil over. I'm just glad Kellyanne Conway is out of their business. Like she seems to be a key part of whatever that is. I don't think Trump is going to get reelected, but... Kellyanne Conway, I would imagine, I don't know what goes on in that office. I couldn't even begin to describe, but she's been there since the beginning, like I said. So it would seem that she'd probably be in as a White House advisor. She's probably integral to whatever it is that they have going on. I assume, unless it's just the kids do everything and she's just a figurehead, which is totally plausible too. Either way, hope Claudia gets what she needs. I don't know how that's going to work out being emancipated, though. That's a pretty big deal. Is she 15? She's not even old enough to get a job. You really got to be 16 and up 
So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully for the best. Moving on to the next trending topic, and it has been a big trending topic amongst young men and other people with penises who act like they have no home training. If you've seen the AT&T commercials, if you bother to care about any AT&T commercials, you'll be familiar with this woman named Lily, who is like their mascot, the same way Progressive has Flo, the same way Allstate has that guy whose name escapes me, but he's an incredible actor, and I'm sorry. Anyway, Lily, uh, her real name is Milana Vintraub. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right too. So she had been doing the AT&T commercials as Lily for three years, from 2013 to 2016. And recently this year, she has been doing them again. So she just made a comeback after four years. What was she doing? Well, I'll tell you. Her acting career had been getting better. Milana had actually been acting since 1995. She had like a little guest spot role on ER. And since then, she's been in various projects. Some you've known, some you wouldn't know. But all I can tell you, she has a Wikipedia page and I feel like for any actor that's a pretty nice achievement so she if you yeah pretty huge achievement she was on this is us for a year so that was cool too she's going viral because men have just realized that she's attractive in a way that's really important to them she has a very large chest and it's 2020 and I guess guys still go crazy over things like that it's not that it's still something that is attractive to men it's the fact that you guys are acting the fuck up about it i really don't see what's that big of a deal i wish i could pull up some statistic of how many double d's exist in the entire country i don't know why i'll be wilding out for shit that don't make no sense this is why it's pissing me off so many men so many annoying people are commenting on anything they see her in her instagram profile at&t ads that post on social media saying the most vile things about her chest and what they want to do to it and blah 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 blah. and it's just so disgusting and it's so foul and it's just ugh. so obviously she sees this because she's not bl- she's not helen keller she's not blind deaf or dumb so she sees it going on and it's gross and she doesn't appreciate it so she went on live the other day and was like hey guys this is weird I wasn't expecting this. Not only was I not expecting it, but I also don't like it. I don't really care to be talked about in this way. And the entire time she's talking and speaking about how it's dehumanizing and it makes her uncomfortable and it just makes her feel really gross, the comments are just going with the same type of shit that was, you know, making her feel grossed out in the first place. Talking about milkers and that's the word that I keep saying and they keep putting like cups of milk and it was just really like my heart broke because I was like, damn, she's in the middle of trying to tell y'all that y'all are doing too much and here you guys are doing too much. And you see how all of these men who are commenting on this picture are disregarding the feelings coming from a woman about how they're engaging with her are we seeing that clearly oh well it's just a joke do you see how she's telling you that it's not funny and although she knows that you were joking it still makes her extremely uncomfortable There's such a huge disregard of women's feelings and opinions and everything. And it's crazy that people still argue that like feminism is asking for too much or they just want to enslave all men. It's like, no, but we, what we would like to do the bare minimum, the bar being in hell, we would love it. If somebody tells you, you guys are making me uncomfortable and you're grossing me out. I'm like, like, yeah, like it's cute. And like, I see what you mean, but like, can you maybe not? 
and nope, total disregard. No, we're just going to do what we want all the time. It's pissing me off because here's what I'm thinking. The first thing I thought about was A, you think AT&T won't fire her? If AT&T is posting on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever, the point of that post, the point of her being hired, because she's an actress, this is her job, remember, the point of her being hired is to market their products so that people will like it. It's just another marketing ploy. Look, we have a mascot that's comedic. People see her when they see her, they think of the brand. Hopefully, you know what I mean? Like that's how that works. You think they won't fire her because when y'all see her, all y'all see is her giant chest? And that's all you want to talk about? And that's all you want to put under the comments? That's how the only way you want to engage with these ads is in that way? On Instagram, AT&T had to turn their comments off because that was all they were getting. She had to turn the comments off on her own Instagram page. So she's now, not only are you fucking with her bag and you're fucking with her job, you're fucking with her life now. Because now, she on her personal page, she has to disable her comments and think twice about what she posts and where. You don't have to, so why should she? Because you don't listen. That's why she has to. And it's ridiculous. Another point. Think of it outside of AT&T. As an actress, I bet she's terrified that this is going to fucking ruin her career. Because the worst thing that could happen out of this is that she goes down as the AT&T girl with the giant chest and don't get no more work. Because once again, you you are associating with her with your deplorable behavior and that's going to fuck up a lot of people's bags. And if you think they won't fire her because of it, you're drunk. There's tons of actresses everywhere in the country. Everybody wants to be an actress. You think AT&T can't find another girl to be their little mascot? As soon as they decide it won't make them look like assholes to fire her, they might. And I'm not saying that that's what I think is going to happen, but that was immediately what I thought, worst case scenario, was like, oh my gosh, this could really like mess her up. In the year 2020, where actors aren't really getting work, no performers or entertainers in the industry are getting work, there's nowhere to perform if people can't go, and not everything can be put online, and nobody was prepared to do shit online. So in this time where performers are not making a lot of money, there's a reason why she's back doing AT&T commercials in 2020, okay? And here y'all come fucking up her bag because you just noticed she has a heavy set chest. As a female, I, I knew Lily was packing heat in her chest when I saw the commercials. I was aware. It didn't, I, it didn't break my world. It didn't stop the, the sun from coming up and down over here. Just literally, oh, she has a huge chest. Mm. Men can react the same way. Y'all can have the exact same reaction. You can be a little more enthused about it, obviously, because, you know, you're a guy. Oh, sweet. She has a nice chest. Can't you just enjoy that, like, in your home? Like, can't you just say it out loud and be cool with that and that be enough? But no, a billion of you fucking idiots have to go and comment on all her shit, on all her posts, on all AT&T posts, trending on Twitter. This is not what she wants. And she told you that. It's the lack of empathy for me. It's the lack of respect for me. It's the lack of y'all listening to what a woman says. Why do women have to talk 5, 10, 15 times for y'all to understand something? And I'm really being generous because we be talking 15, 20, 25 times and y'all still don't hear and y'all still don't understand. It's not that hard. People will say, oh, well, it's probably only like younger kids. And it's like, yeah, I would love to think that, dear. I would love to think that. But there's a lot of grown, ashy ass men under these posts doing this shit because they think it's funny. Ugh, y'all make me sick. And I'm going to be really, really upset if 
poor Milana gets fired from AT&T in a time where no performers are really making money because you guys just noticed that she has a huge chest. And let me pivot for a second to the larger issue I have with this. I'm going to connect this with another issue that really bugs the shit out of me. The way men be talking about women who do sex work, and I use the term loosely because I'm referring specifically to OnlyFans and any other kind of cam girl. Because if you didn't know, and I know I said this already, cam girls have existed as soon as they figured out how to hook up a camera to a computer, they was making money. Period. So I don't know why everyone's treating OnlyFans like it's a new concept in the world. Because technically speaking, if you go on any porn site, any cam girl site, all of those girls were, were the same as these women on OnlyFans. A woman who decided I'm fitting to do that as my career, this is my idea, and I'm going forward. It's the same shit. For some reason, for, for you people, when accessibility comes into the picture, you also bring all of this negativity in there. Oh, okay, good for you. Yes, the platform's called OnlyFans. Anybody can make an account, man, woman, dog, what the fuck ever, post what you want. Clearly it's for explicit content. I'm pretty sure that's what their permits are for and their licensing is for. And I just don't understand why this has to be so fucking groundbreaking. Now, how I'm connecting this with Milana and our little AT&T girl is that there are women out here who literally are offering to you, like uh, a bakery would offer bread, like McDonald's would offer a Happy Meal, like Walmart would offer electronics. They are offering you a service. They're offering you a product that you can pay for and you can over-sexualize the shit out of them if you so please. That's the whole point. But when they want you to do it, when they're encouraging you to do it, when they're inviting you to do it, oh, fuck these hoes, and oh, I don't like that, and she is skank. If your girl on OnlyFans, you need to leave her, and da-da-da-da-da. So when we want you to over-sexualize us, then it's a problem, then we whores, and we bad, and we all this. But a woman who has said repeatedly to stop speaking about her in that way, to stop objectifying her body in that way, to stop treating her that way because it makes her feel uncomfortable. It's gross. When that happens and she doesn't want you to do it, it's as if somebody invited you to the party. Like that's that's the problem with men. And I want everyone to see it in that way. When we want you to, now we're bad, we're whores. When we don't want you to, you seem to like it's not clicking it doesn't register like you take that it is it's like you give people an inch and they take a yard like now you want to go and and antagonize her and terrorize this woman even though she just said she don't appreciate it and what are you here doing getting on her last goddamn nerve but when women offer it to you then they're whores and they're the problem and oh i don't want to have daughters because they can end up like her Y'all are fucking bozos, truly. Like anybody who's really acting out of pocket like that on the internet, you're a bozo. You're a bozo. You have no game. You have no sense. And let me run back to your mother and tell her that you're acting like this on the internet. Disgusting. It's just inappropriate behavior. And it's stupid. Ugh. Above all else, you're just dumb. You're just not intelligent. And that's that on that. I wasn't even trying to go that hard, but I just. Lastly, for this episode, really quick, I just want to talk about the Kenosha shooting in Wisconsin. I'm just going to lay out facts and then I'm going to tell you how I feel about it. 
and then I would hope that you take back whatever you have to say about her or whatever you've learned or whatever new perspectives I have shown you back to the people who you know are about to say some stupid shit about the situation. On Sunday at 5.11 p.m., the police were called for a domestic incident inviting two white women. All right, cool. Jacob Blake was breaking up the fight. Some people from the neighborhood say that he was doing that because he didn't want them fighting in front of his kids. That's just what people are saying, but he was breaking up the fight. For some reason, when the police get there, their focus was on Jacob. Not too sure why. Allegedly, they had him in a headlock. <laughs> like we haven't discussed I'll keep going. So they had him in a headlock and were punching him in the ribs. Uh, the police also tased Jacob. Now, mind you, they were not even called to deal with him. And he was allegedly breaking up the fight. But had him in a headlock. They had tased him. I guess at some point he had managed to get away from them, which is where the videos that are circulating the Internet and they are graphic and I would not watch them. But is at that point the video started where he's walking around the front of his car to get in the vehicle and a cop has a gun trained on his back and they're telling him to stop or whatever. There's two cops there now. He opens the door and the cop grabs him from the back of his shirt, rips the shirt because Jacob is still getting into the car. And then he fires his gun, not one, not two, but seven times into his back. As Mr. Blake was getting into his SUV, in the back seat of the SUV were his three children, ages three, five, and eight. He shot him at point-blank range. Point-blank meaning extremely close to his body. Maybe like not even a foot away from him. Firing a gun seven times into a car where three children are sitting in the back seat. And I don't want to really tug on your heartstrings, but I would have to imagine after the first or second shot that the children were likely screaming or at the very least making some sort of noise. Seven shots into his back. Joe Biden commented on it and said, yet another black American who is a victim of excessive force. These shots pierce the soul of our nation. Equal justice has not been real for black Americans and so many others. He said some other stuff, but I just want to stop right there. They weren't even called for him. He was actively trying to defuse the situation that the police were called for. He was helping them in a sense. And they got to the scene and made the decisions they made and decided to focus on him and not the problem that they were called for. That's issue number one with police, how they have this issue with following instructions. We called you here to deal with A and B. This man doesn't even have a weapon. This man, people will tell you, witnesses have told you that he didn't do anything. He was actually trying to do the wrong thing. This man didn't need to be in a headlock or tased. That's already way too far. That's beyond excessive force. We got beef. Police are garbage. 
You can say what you want. You can say that all cops aren't bad. And I'm I'm inclined to say, fucking duh, bitch. Of course, they're not all bad. Just like all the kids in your class weren't dumb. But there were a few who got left back, no? I think we can understand that generalizations aren't to be taken literally. What we're not understanding, and the reason why people are saying defund the police is because these institutions in and of themselves are corrupt. There are people joining the police force seeking power and seeking revenge and seeking for some sort of expression. And that's not what your job is. Jacob Blake is alive for now in the hospital. He survived. And I am not a religious person, but I am praying that he can make some sort of recovery and get on the news or put a microphone next to that hospital bed. Because if he lives to tell the story, God willing, you thought you fucking saw a revolution. You just wait for that man to get up out that bed and tell y'all what's really going on. And on an unrelated note, I hope he lives because he has three young children who are all under the age of 10, who sat there and watched that happen. And if he dies, whew, that is some extremely traumatizing shit for his children to work through. We talking about therapy for years. We talking about a complex for a long time against law enforcement. We're talking, we're talking deep, 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 deep hurt. Mm. Think what you want, say what you want, but I encourage you to talk to the MAGA person in your life. Talk to the person who says slick shit about black people in your life. Talk to the people who you think is a little sketchy. Talk to the people in your clubs and communities who often make jokes about these situations or who invalidate these situations or especially, especially, especially if you can, if you can before the end of the month you should talk to somebody who says, well, all you have to do is follow what they're saying and comply. Talk to that motherfucker this week. Raise hell in your own little way. Because you should. Super long episode this week, but thank you guys if you hung in until the end. This is the last podcast of the summer. Uh, you guys can wait for that September 21st bullshit if you want, but when the when the calendar hits September, I know what time it is. So this is the last episode of the summer, and now we're going into the fall. And get your books together or get your applications together because winter is coming. And hopefully Miss Rona don't come with it, but she seems ready to make her comeback as well, so... See you guys next week.